Hey warriors, hey listeners. Today is Friday, February the 3rd and um, the year is 2023. Welcome to your brand new episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is like the most time I've ever put into an episode because I probably dumped out three hours of me talking this morning. This time I'm ready. I'm going to get a sip of coffee though. Scott Adams always starts off his little broadcast with a sip of coffee, so why not follow suit? I really like Scott Adams. Um, Not all of the things that he says do I agree with them, but I like his personality. Anyway, um, I will say that yesterday I wanted to check in and kind of say where I'm at in my fitness journey, as is the purpose of this podcast. Yesterday was like one of the most challenging days. As trying to be a personal trainer. And I don't even have any clients yet. And I will say there's a learning curve for me. When it comes to the computer stuff. When the learning the new. Uh, the, the software things. And. Um, yeah. Just the, the whole being a salesperson again. Because I haven't done that since like the 90s. And I did it. But. <laughs> it's something that I kind of promised myself that I wouldn't put myself back in the situation but the difference is this time it's not like this is the only chance of income situation because I'm I'm still teaching my my cycling and my yoga classes just so y'all know what I'm doing um but as far as the personal trainer thing I feel a lot of confusion as to this big boxes idea of having like no purpose to fulfill the management position that's been there for two months and then it's strange that the people who are already trainers they don't want to be the personal training manager Um, I asked about that position and I've already said this on the podcast they do that internally so there was no chance of me getting that Um, anyway so the family stuff has certainly been overwhelming but the good news is I have my seventh session next week with um trying to sort through things with my um, counselor and you know when people used to tell me that they were in counseling there was a little bit of stigma on it I think that all of us we have a little bit of stigma on it but there's nothing wrong with like sorting out things for yourself and the reason I'm able to do this is because the insurance covers the insurance covers it and um, anyway so I have an analogy for me having closed my business because I was going to close my business anyway. Um, Not because I didn't love the people. It's just the demographic is too small. Not that the demographic isn't like a bright shining star that they are. The energy is there, but the numbers are low for people who are interested in fitness and yoga and the things I do sometimes. It just takes like years and years and you get like a regular three people over here and 10 people over there. Um, and you know what? It's, it's really small demographic in the city I'm in, but I've just started there. And so the word's starting to get out about my classes there. Um, I'm getting an average of like five now in my yoga. Um, I think cycling is a little more challenging to get people on board with because they're able to use these bikes anytime. Right. So that's different. They have to really feel the value from my class. Like I have to really bring the energy. And um, that's 
that's just part of the job. You have to bring the energy. You have to bring it with you. And that's why a lot of times when you're like, why is she not putting out podcast episodes? I'm being selfish with my energy a lot of times. Um, one of the things I've been thinking about is how I used to do volunteer work so much. Like I would fill up every moment of my time with doing volunteer work for the arts. Um, and then at some point I stepped back and looked at my life and said, I've done my time. There's plenty of people who don't have these like busy jobs. And like, I didn't, I didn't realize until I got into an older age, how many people like just don't work. Because I wasn't raised up to to even, I didn't even see that happening a lot. Um, I was raised up to be, like, always busy. So, um, you know, like when you get onto these art councils, for example, like a bunch of um, a bunch of retired ladies, or maybe they're retired, or maybe they just don't have to work because their husband has plenty of money. And they volunteer their time to help the arts, like, education. They get onto these boards. Well, somehow I ended up being the marketing director for one of these boards. And I just, I had never, um, I love them all so much. I had never realized how many people, like, don't have to do this grind, like, nose to the grindstone every day. Because that's all my life has been, and that's all I've ever seen, and that's all I've ever known. And, I mean, obviously, you know... I have a TV. I'm aware of the world, like lifestyles of the rich and famous. I remember that show and they would have the people with the yachts and, you know, when you're a kid, I don't know, everybody has a different idea of what they think rich is. Like, what did you think was a rich person when you were a kid? For me, it was whatever that show with the people with the boats. But I still thought that, you know, of course, they had to have that money because they did work. Anyway, it's funny how your view changes. (laughs) So anyway... Um, I I spend a lot of time on this podcast, like laughing at myself. I shouldn't do that, but I do it. Um, I do it. I don't know. Um, just sometimes I'll, I'll think something. And then when I say it out loud, I start laughing. But anyway, now when I look at, um, you know, people who have really great things, I think, man, they must, you know, <laughs> they either have a lot of money or a lot of debt, right? And it, you know, it doesn't bother, like, it used to make me, like, and I'm not saying in a judgmental way, but I was be bothered by, like, why did you buy, like, that, like, the most expensive, like, some people want to buy the most expensive, and it's, like, (laughs) a good example, and I talked about this on a different episode, I was actually in a store, and she said, I want to buy my son the shoes, Uh, whichever, whichever pair costs the most, that's the ones I want to buy, and I was just, like, wow, <laughs> what an, uh, what an ugly display of, um, just not caring, you know what I mean, like, <laughs> that was exactly how she was, it's like she was placing an order for a pizza, instead of, like, looking around for a pair of shoes, uh, I will have to buy whichever one costs the most, <laughs> you know, forget all the yoga, I should be designing shoes, and making shoes, anyway, um, They'll be like, we have these handcrafted leather shoes that are $4 million. (laughs) I'll take it. Those have to be the best. (laughs) Um, Anyway, when people like do the vulgar display of uh, money, 
it gives me so many mixed feelings that maybe something's unfulfilled if we think that wealth is health because your health is your wealth. It's not the other way around. Um, I'm so lucky that I'm sitting here on another episode telling you all that I don't really have a doctor to like go to a doctor. And I've, I've told my counselor, like I need to get a general practitioner doctor that's on my like to do list. Um, I'm not trying to neglect my health. I do go to see like, you know, I get my womanly exam on the regular. It's not like I don't get my thyroid medicine and all that. However, um, I just really, I haven't needed a doctor. Anytime I've not been well, I just go get whatever from a little doc in the box, you know, the little, you don't even see a doctor really. And most of these, like, I'll call them like an express med place. They, uh, they sink you through, take your insurance. You see a nurse and the nurse goes into another room and then they come back and say, we've done some tests. You know, they do little, whatever. If you have a sinus infection, they might x-ray your head or they might just look in your nose and ear. And you never see a doctor in some of these places and they herd people in and out like cattle. Um, anyway, uh, I don't actually have a doctor. And I know I'm very lucky to be almost 50 and say like, I don't have a doctor. Like I, I've got one I go to, but they're like, so my sister says, you can't really count the ones that are at those places um, where they like express you through. You just, whatever is going on, you treat that thing at the moment. It's not like a general checkup place. So maybe, maybe I should do that. Put it on my to-do list. Um, my foot, which I had complained about, my foot is better. I was really worried about that because um, any kind of ankle turn can cost me a fortune. And as I know from teaching fitness for many, many years, um, now that I'm almost 50, <laughs> I take my time when I'm doing anything with a slope or stairs or anything that um, could present a problem. And the reason I say that is like, I have a problem with one of my stairs and I'm not exactly like a master carpenter <laughs> and um, I have to be really, really careful because one slight, uh, like if the board tilts and my ankle turns, that can cost me a fortune as a fitness instructor because now I have to elevate my foot. I don't get any kind of like vacation. I don't get any kind of like time off or pay. Right as I'm talking about that, my foot popped. I'm not sure if that was captured on audio but I was doing little ankle circles and talking about I cannot afford to turn my ankles and my ankle went pow as if it were agreeing with me let's not turn ankles um actually my sister had that happen she had a pretty serious ankle turn and I think it's just everything where I live I don't know it's like I don't talk about it a lot but I'm in Alabama and we're right at the foothills of the mountains so everybody's yard is like a big hill. Like if you have a flat yard around here, you're very lucky because this whole town is made of a hill. <laughs> everybody's yard is steep or sloped or angled or driveways or, you know, that's one of the, the reasons that I bought this house actually is this was one of the few in my price range where the driveway wasn't like a freaking mountain. I don't like that. I don't want to park my car like, pointing upright with the emergency brake on every single time I get home. That's just annoying. Um, I've got a nice little carport. I'm very lucky. I found this house for the price I found it for. 
And I think that I'm stuck in my old ways because the more I look around for, you know, obviously if I sell this house, I have to find somewhere else to be. Um, I got such a good deal on this house. It's going to be hard. Like, you know, imagine you got a really good deal on a car and now all the cars look like a million dollars. That's kind of how I feel. (laughs) It's going to be really hard to let go. Um, I guess. Anyway, one of the other fitness instructors had this bizarre thing where she didn't even really want to sell her house, but somebody made her an offer, quote unquote, an offer she couldn't refuse. And she went and found the house she wanted that wasn't even for sale. And she made them an offer they couldn't refuse. And her transition happened. And it was like weird because she says she cried and she said now she's fine with it. But, uh, at the time of getting rid of the house, she didn't really want to, but they couldn't really afford to refuse the deal. And she got some really awesome house that she just went and picked out. And I guess she just knocked on the door and I was like, you know, I thought, you know, stuff like that is only supposed to happen on TV. Like, how did that happen to you? And she was even like, I don't know. It just happened. So, um, yeah, I've been looking around, but I haven't really seen anything yet that captured my eye that, um, that I thought was doable for me. Anyway, um, that's a long ways down the road, but I'm just, you know, I just sort of like, like to look ahead of time because the market house market does fluctuate so much. Prices are not going down very often, but the interest rates go up and down and it doesn't really matter what the interest rate is if you can't like figure out where you want to be. All right, so um, as it is, I'm just sitting in my house. It's actually been a slightly quiet day. I'm enjoying this first day off. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, If you have anything that's coming up for you with your yoga or your workouts, let me know because I do want to help people. I cannot train you over an app, but I mean, especially not this app. I have apps for training, but... Anchor is not it. We're very lucky to have this platform, by the way. I don't say this enough. Uh, Thank you for putting up with the Anchor ad. I just want to say that we're lucky to have such a platform that is such a global, a huge outreach across the globe so we can kind of help each other to try to bring peace and healing and understanding. Um, For example, I understand that a lot of my things that drive me crazy are very minor compared to what a lot of people are going through. And, um, you know, that's kind of, even, that was my response to, um, like, my first day of therapy was, he said something like, it's a lot, you know, and I said, well, everybody's got something, like, because I didn't even get it all out, I just got most of it in the first seven sessions, and I haven't even gone over, like, the um, various incidents I've I'm not even going to start on here. (laughs) There's a few various incidents involving like where I was forced to work with people who were in a very unstable part of their life and how that spilled over onto me for so many years of interacting with people who were bringing their volatile, like basically I was in a hostile work environment more than once. So I haven't even gotten into that with my therapy yet, but I know that having that happen long term, because when you go to work, you're just trying to make a living. And this never happened at, um, 
any of the jobs I'm at, by the way, like right now. <laughs> it's like past stuff. So it's I'm letting it go. But it's just trying to understand like someone in a position of authority um, would prefer to just let a volatile human being be in charge of my surroundings just so that they can like have time to play tennis and surf and golf or whatever they want to do with their day. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that sort of like mentality of putting me off and putting me off, it really got to me because of the way that they would talk to me and the way that they were putting these volatile like really explosive people around me it was just sickening when I look back on how much and you know that's not even something that I've gotten to in the therapy um I will say that I'm really glad that I've let go of my stigma because you know as most people were I was like anytime somebody would be like talking about talk therapy I'd be like "Ooh, like you must have some really something's really bad um, that's not necessarily like why that you, you know, if someone tells you they're in therapy, what you should, your brain should go right to is there's nothing wrong with getting your head right, getting your mindset right, especially in the world that's so callous and cruel and mean. Um, and there's not a lot of like, I mean, there are nice people, but there's not a lot of like nice people who are being very loud about it. <laughs> And kindness that's like shining through, you know what I mean? Um, I just want to say like the world doesn't have to be so cold. Like I know the people who need to hear that aren't going to be listening to these episodes about like yoga teacher Julie. But the people that need to hear it don't spend necessarily a lot of time listening because they're so like imploded with negativity. Um I don't know. It just seems like the yoga teacher training even started me journaling all this and exploring more about this. Like, um, every single person on this earth has been either the hero or villain to somebody's story. And there is no hero. There is no villain. It's just stories, right? It's just stuff that's happening. People are being people. Everybody's dealing with something in a different way. And my yoga teachers are always reminding us and saying to us that, um, just remind yourself that everyone is doing the best they can with their situation. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. I told my student, Sonia, that, and she's like, no, they're not. <laughs> she was like, no, they're not, Julie. They're not. They're not doing the best they can. <laughs> but um, it's just sort of like a step back. You can't control, like, if someone's having a bad day and they're just going to be screaming you really, you can be unaffected with it by saying, I'm not a part of that. Like, that has nothing to do with me. That has something to do with them. If someone wants to be ugly towards you, it's really nothing towards you. It's just a reflection of themselves. And my yoga teachers also taught me that's the same thing when someone's being really nice to you and kind to you. That's just a reflection of themselves. Um... I think my whole mentality's changed the past few years, um, not just because of the fitness, but because of just a lot of things, like a lot of things that have come up, things that I've talked about on here. Um, it's helped me, like it's helped me to become more like pulling back 
and spending more time with myself and in quiet. And I actually have a lot of days where um, I just don't even watch TV at all. In the morning, I'll just um, have my coffee, um, interact with my kitty cat, who's currently looking out the back window and watching birds. Um, Just taking time to be around family when I can and taking time to you know, get my home into, like, get my house into a home, I should say, get my home into a state where, like, I feel really, really comfortable, and, um, that's been helpful, because, well, especially with it being really cold weather, and me having all these, um, mood swings coming up, really was hard to get, uh, get moving, and get my house really clean, and then when I did, I was so much happier, I was so much happier, I still need to detail the car (laughs) and I've still put off a few other things, but I have done so well this week, even though I had such a, I had such an experience yesterday that was not what I expected at all. And I still try to keep my head up, you know, above it all, like rise above. I'm really like proud that I have done everything I've done. Like, um... I'm one of those wouldn't change a thing because I'm true to myself, people. I wouldn't change a thing. I've I've always been true to myself. I've always been straightforward. And even though being straightforward is not always the best of things, um, I'd rather like at the at the last breath say, well, I was as honest as I could be, <laughs> you know, it was like sometimes I would try to protect people, um, you know, just for example, my grandmother, like, when she's sitting there and saying that she's at work, sometimes I'll tell her she's retired, but sometimes it just makes her more confused. So there's an example of just, I just agree with whatever she says. It's not really lying. I'm just like, okay, whatever you say, because she's to this stage where she can be eating something and take a bite and pull back the food, chew it up, swallow it, and then one second passes and she looks down at her hand and like there's amazement in her eyes that there is like food in her hand because she already forgotten and it's um it's really hard because she's always been really smart it's really been hard to see her like this and I've always heard you know from everybody else a lot of people go through this it's not just us um that this is really hard to see someone you love in such a state especially when they're such thinkers, like they're really smart, or they're really, um, like she's really passionate about her spirituality, and um, doing the right thing, and she's still, even, even though she's in this state, she is still, like she's still there, there are moments where she will crack us all up, because she's very funny still, at a hundred, almost a hundred and two, just still moments where she makes us laugh, um, because she's just got it in her. I admire her a lot. So um, it's really no problem for me to be helping out with her. Anyway, um, I'm sorry, I got a little emotional there. <laughs> I get emotional when it comes to me talking about my family. Um, but there's been other things that's come up. And it's interesting when you start to see a little more light shed on things. <laughs> how one day can change your 
whole feeling about something um, or just one little thing can change the way you look at something and having read a lot of this book um, is really like it's really hard to understand why that there's so much anger in the world (laughs) and then it spills over when people are angry it spills over to their children because they think that they don't hear them and they do um and there's you know (laughs) there's a few cases like several different times very recently where people show their true selves and I don't mean that in a bad way it's just like um we all have our ups and downs and then we all have our bad days you know so there's a little bit of transformation happening with me where I'm just sort of pulling back, pulling back, pulling back to the point where I'm like, well, I have plenty of time to meditate now (laughs) because I've pulled back all of my energy. And, um, yeah. And since I've, I've done this whole, like wake up, hit the ground running and then work myself to death until I just fall into the bed for most of my life, the past two, three years have been very strange been a very strange journey um I mean I'm still working hard (laughs) I'm working on the daily this week like I said but um yeah it's been strange it's been very strange we've had a all of us we've had a lot to learn to deal with um and I say a lot of us came out like different people on the other side and most of us for the better maybe um Everything we're going to do, we have the tools for improvement more than ever. As long as we remember to use our tools for improvement rather than for self-destruction. Because that can go either way. (laughs) Just like everything. I say that all the time. It can go either way. You never know. Um, I have just so much more journaling to do. I have stopped doing my daily journals, so I need to catch up and um, write down the things that are coming up for me so that I can hit it head on and get it all out of the way and make room for whatever is next for me. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm sorry. I just, I haven't, I'm have these moments where I've, I'm like, okay, this is like the 50th podcast I've recorded this morning. Is this one good enough for y'all? Is this, is it good enough? <laughs> I have done many attempts this morning and, um, yeah, this this one's staying. We'll keep it. We'll keep it. Um, I really wanted to give more content than this. And just, I didn't really want to come on here and just be like, wow, yesterday was really challenging. And it was humbling to realize um, how hard it is <laughs> to do all this computer work and the sales with the numbers and figuring out these uh, monthly packages. And um, yeah, there's just, there's a lot to overcome and I'm going to overcome it. Uh, we will see what happens, and I'm not going to expect anything. I'm just going to um, go with my instincts and trust my first instinct and go with that. This has been Julie Brown, and I am just rambling with you, and next time I come, I will have more structure. I did have a few bullet points to go over today, but you know what? I'm just going to let you enjoy your day Um do something nice for yourself. Do something nice for somebody else. 
try and smile even if you don't feel like it and notice what happens when you do that and have a great day. Be happy, be healed, and be free. Thanks for listening. Namaste.